Hey, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host and coach, Christina Borsetti, and we're on episode 52. Hey, friends, welcome to the podcast. Happy Wednesday, or whenever you are listening to this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it as you are getting ready for your Thanksgiving dinner. If you're here stateside and you are celebrating Thanksgiving, actually, you might be an expat and you could be celebrating it somewhere else. Who knows? But whatever you got going on this week, hey, I hope you're doing something fun while you're listening to this podcast episode, maybe going for a walk, getting some fresh air. You know, I'm a big advocate of that. I was outside earlier today and it is just, it really is refreshing the cold air. I, but then some in the afternoon, I just started to get really, really cold. So I made myself a nice warm up cuppa, which is not really a cuppa. I think cuppa, doesn't that mean like cup of tea? I think <laughs> I probably should look that up, but I picked up this cup that brings me great joy. The other day I own a coffee mug fanatic, especially ones that have a little bit of meaning. And I had picked this one up when I was out with my mother-in-law and my daughter. And it has all these beautiful little evergreens on them. Some of them are snow capped. I think there's like a hawk flying across. I don't know. It's an obscure bird. And then you have these deer dough. And there's actually a little painted dough on the inside of the mug. So every time I take a sip, I see the cute little dough. And again, it just brings me great joy. I got some chai tea in here. It's so warm. It's warming my bones. Now the sun has gone down quite early today around three o'clock. I don't know if you're experiencing the same this time of year. It can get dark and you know, just your habits change. <laughs> uh, we get tired a lot earlier. We're, uh, you know, getting up. We're trying to get up with the sun. Lately, it's been nice. The sun has been coming around six. I get up around 5 a.m. I don't know about you, but I get up nice and early so that I can spend my time with God, doing my Bible study, hearing what he has to say for me, and praying over those who I feel called to pray over. I really feel like a morning routine is super special and it's a way to set your intentions for the day. And kind of speaking about intentions and talking about the holiday season and all the things, I'm going somewhere with all this, of course, as always. I'm trying to <laughs> link it all together in my stream of consciousness is that the holidays are a time of really yummy, delicious foods, depending on, again, what holidays you're celebrating. There's so many different flavors and family favorites that you grew up with. For me, speaking about Thanksgiving, people, it's like 50-50 I've talked to, but I am a green bean casserole fan. My mom used to make it with just, you know, canned green beans and can cream and mushroom soup and I think it was oh my gosh whatever staple brand of crunchy onions and it was just all full of sodium and delicious and I grew up that was my favorite dish and now I'm trying to create some more healthy dishes when I say healthy just using what's local in season uh, I picked up this really awesome cookbook called six seasons which I'm going to be making these um burnt, burnt. <laughs> I hope I don't burn them. <laughs> Roasted carrots with honey and cracked pepper and this citrus beet salad. I am so excited. Went to a local farmer's market and I picked up all these vegetables that are locally grown. And I just, I love support local. I love that I'm using these vegetables. So I'm trying to create these new these new dishes that hopefully everybody will like uh, that just aren't just corned bean casserole. Those will be here. My mother-in-law is bringing all the fam favorites, but I'm trying to create some things. And I am going to have the green bean casserole, of course, but I bought some gluten-free onion crisps to go on top and I'm using an organic cream of mushroom soup. I laugh because it seems like you're like, well, what the heck? You're just still making a green bean casserole. But I'm just trying to lighten the load a little bit. 
And for me, that doesn't feel like I'm avoiding anything. I'm just trying to eat things that I know I'm going to enjoy and that I'm also not going to feel really crappy about later. In this particular season, I have been dealing with some stomach issues that have kind of, I don't know, just brought me through it the last couple of months. Uh, I have, in full transparency, I've had stomach issues, just to put a general umbrella over it, for a long time. And things have come and gone, and I'm just keeping an eye on it. And I've noticed, of course, when I cut out certain foods or I just limit certain foods, that I just feel so much better. I feel better in my joints. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. Uh, I feel lighter. I've lost a couple pounds and I just feel better overall. And so I want to keep that going. And again, that doesn't mean limiting uh, the foods that I'm eating. I still want to enjoy the things, but how can I enjoy them without feeling guilty, uh, without feeling sick and all of that. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today because we have so much going on. Uh, We have a tendency to stress eat, uh, eat our emotions, as one of my friends said the other day. And it's, you beat yourself up for it and you can't and you shouldn't ever beat yourself up for it. Just understanding why that's happening and how that translates into how you eat on a daily basis. Because if you're indulging in these things and you feel really bad about it or you beat yourself up about it and then now you're not, you're like, well, I'm not gonna eat breakfast and I'm gonna have a salad for lunch. And then at dinner time, you're starving and you're shoveling all this food in your face. And then you're just in this cycle of this bad habit, as you know, and probably have experienced potentially in your life. So let's bring it back to the title episode that I may or may not have changed since recording this episode, but wanting to avoid food guilt this holiday season. There are three ways to joyfully indulge, and there's lots of ways to joyfully indulge, but these are three. I wanted to keep it short for you, as we've been trying to do on the show, in a way that may serve as a reminder or just some encouragement. And these are things that have worked for me and that have worked for clients, and therefore I wanted to relay them to you. So number one, as I raise my glass over here in my hand, I felt like Kelsey Grammer and Frazier as he sits in front of the mic. Wasn't he, um, yeah, he was like an on-air psychologist. Was that, <laughs> as I raise over here. Number one, don't eat food that is going to make you feel like junk. Let's, that's just, that's it, right? If you're aware of how certain foods affect your system, no matter how good it's going to taste or how good you think it's going to taste, is it worth being in the bathroom for the rest of the night, being in the bathroom a day from now, two days now, based on your metabolism? Is it really worth that to you? But for me and clients who have had different stomach ailments, it's not worth it to me. And then I find that the expectation that I had around eating said food, I was just let down. It didn't necessarily taste the way that I might have uh, envisioned it in my head. If there was, a, for instance, a certain dessert, I don't know, let's call it carrot cake, which is, <laughs> I never really loved carrot cake, but let's say carrot cake. And I have this emotional attachment to carrot cake because I remember baking it with my grandma growing up. And then this year, someone brings over a carrot cake and I'm so excited and they got it from this local bakery and I know this bakery and I know it's got to be good, but I know now that if I eat it, then I'm instantaneously going to be sick. It's like, do I get over the emotional attachment to the carrot cake so that I can save my guts or do I eat the carrot cake thinking that it's somehow going to link me into my grandmother, rest her soul? And 
you have to make that decision for yourself. I'm not here to judge you or tell you what or what not to do. But if something is going to make you physically feel sick or give you a giant stomach ache or going to get you to sit on the couch, you're not feeling well the rest of the time that you're at whatever event that this food is at, then I personally don't feel like it's worth it. But you need to understand how those foods affect your system and just becoming aware of how it is because, you know, you could be eating a lot of different things and not realize it's the carrot cake. You could have had, you know, whatever the dinner was. You could have had a salad. You could have been drinking and all these things smooshed together in your system could have just created the perfect storm. So you have to be aware of how something might affect your system. A certain ingredient might affect your system. And to do that, you really need to track your food. Number two. Eat to your energy expenditure. Okay, i.e. Thanksgiving. If you're going for a turkey trot in the a.m., your energy expenditure is higher than if you sleep in and sit on the couch most of the day, which I don't think anyone listening to this episode feels that way. You'll probably get up, you'll do something active, you'll be active throughout your day. You can enjoy your food without going overboard, though. Your body can also only process so many of each nutrient at a time. When we're overeating a starchy carb, for instance, that extra glucose gets stored in your fat cells. That's not meant to be discouraging, it's just science. So if you are on this really healthy path, you've gotten back into being active, you're really focusing on your health, or you want to start taking some big steps in regaining your health, that you've been super overproductive and you finally started to take a step back and you want to get back to a place where your body feels really good or get to a place where your body feels good so you have more energy, then you want to think about what energy you're expending throughout the day, right? Someone who is on a long hike or a long bike ride, uh, a long run, they're going to expend more energy versus someone clearly who's sitting at a desk job all day and, and hasn't got up more than once or twice maybe to go get a drink from the vending machine. Does that mean you need to work out to earn your food? absolutely stinking not. So that's something old. I used to do that when I was younger. I was like, I'm going to go to the gym and run the treadmill for about 45 minutes. I'm going to go punish myself with the, you know, the other exercises over here, weights, whatever. I think I only did like abs. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's like abs and cardio all the time. And I then was like, okay, now I can go out and I can, you know, have these drinks and eat this dinner and do the things. I'm like, this is bizarre. Because that's just really not how it works. What does work, of course, if you're focusing on losing weight or maintaining that rate, is that is that um, calorie deficient. Deficient? Deficient. Am I saying that word right? Oh, my Lord. De- deficient. Anyway, moving on. So, and I'm not going to edit it out. Got to keep it real here on the podcast. Got to just all the humanisms. Is that even a word either? <laughs> create a bunch of stinking words on this podcast oh lord give me give me the words that i need to finish this podcast today right taking a pause for prayer but bringing it back bringing it back as we do you just want to be aware of that if you still want to have energy towards the end of the night you want to be on that dance floor with everybody you're not going to eat a super huge dinner that's going to make you lethargic and you can still enjoy those foods. Have whatever the dinners. So say you're at a holiday party. Have the steak. Eat the mashed potatoes. Please eat the mashed potatoes. They're always so really good. Eat the the bread and butter that they put out at the holiday parties beforehand. Eat that. <laughs> it's yummy. What you may want to do is just consider 
how quickly you're eating everything, how you're stacking your food together. This is something that we can definitely talk about if we get into a one-on-one coaching with one another, depending on your health circumstances, where you are in your health journey. Some things may be really useful, like how to eat food in order so that your body digests it better. And sometimes it's just good to know really simple information so that you can just get started and get going again on your journey. But if you are, just simply put, if you're at, for instance, Thanksgiving dinner this week, just you know, be aware of what you're eating, the licks to taste and all the things that are going to add up and possibly have you passed on the couch. Now, if your goal is to pass that on the couch at like 4 p.m., like do your thing. <laughs> Just you want to, if you're, again, if you want to have energy, then think about how much energy you might be expending through the day and kind of eat around to that. And that's just a general rule of thumb overall. Number three, and we talked about this a little bit with the last couple, but do not feel guilty for enjoying yourself. If you're excited about the food present at the holiday table, enjoy it and enjoy the company of those around you. Thanksgiving happening this week is a big food day, clearly, right? So you go in the grocery stores and it's just stuff for your stuffing and your cranberry and the the cocktails and the mocktails and the, you know, dot, dot, dot. It is food, food, food. But it's also about who you're spending it with. So enjoy the food. Enjoy the people around you and enjoy the moment. And don't get so wrapped up in the food part of it either. Like, you know, you have a taste of cake. Great. And then if you want another bite, have another bite. Just enjoy it. And then enjoy those around you. Enjoy what the seasons are really meant for. It's bringing us together in community and family. I really feel like that is what this season should be about. In years past, I was focused in on the food that I was eating and worried how much I was eating and you know how much weight I was going to put around the holiday season instead of being like, you know what? Thank you, God, that I'm still here to celebrate with these people around me and to embrace their love and to give them love back, to encourage them and to be there for them them just spending this time with them in fellowship i just i love that part about it so much more now maybe it just took me a long time to grow up into it but i hope this serves as a reminder if you're just really worried or you know someone in your family who's really worried about what food they're eating this holiday season just remember let's just embrace the season and embrace being with one another all right with that said my friends this episode is done next week i will be back And I hope that if you are celebrating Thanksgiving, you enjoy every single minute of it. From my family to yours, I hope that you have an amazing, wonderful Thanksgiving. I will talk with you soon. Hey friends, did you find this episode educational, uplifting, or inspiring in some way? That's incredible. I wish you would just take a few moments to go into their review, hit the five stars, leave a written review. Just take a few moments to let others know about this podcast so women like yourself can find and subscribe and get these episodes every Wednesday. Thank you in advance, praying for you big, and have a blessed day. Thank you.